Hello everyone. Thank you for tuning in. This is the fourth uh podcast in the series uh, i'm really grateful for those of you who joined this is maithili and uh, let us dive right in as we know by now the semitic god is known as the god of equality at least in the circles that preach the dictum of the bible the quran or the tanik the judai the judaic holy book according to the legend the one true god is a father in heaven who judges and loves all his creation as one that means the moral standards are not different for the high and the low this explicit motive is what determines our notions of equality perhaps this is why there is an undercurrent of semitic timelines and semitic motive, motives in marxism now let us look at what marxism is so marxism is a political philosophy and an uh, and an ideological movement that wants to see the world as equal in the eyes of the capital that means it has been the chief uh, eurocentric ideology arguing for equality in terms of wealth distribution a more honest and insightful analysis of marxist ideas and movements would take us to how it has been responsible for the worst genocides committed on an on an industrial scale in the 20th century but i will reserve it for le- later just to pay attention to the undercurrent which informs the marxist ideology and hence our ideas of equality the fact that marxist ideologies are deeply informed with semitic theology is not unknown in european academic circles of course the practitioners of marxist ideologies would completely refute this idea because of their insistence on a godless world and because of the contrast abrahamic religions draw between a theistic world that is governed by god and an atheistic world that is not these are the polarities we are dealing with when we when we see a semitically informed politics socioeconomics ideologies or any other knowledge system and believe me we are infiltrated with so many of them for this very reason i want to expand on one central feature concerning abrahamic semitism old testament is the book that is common to all abrahamic belief systems and the god of the old testament does wage war on non believers that means the semitic world is indeed unequal because the primary primary division is between the believers and the non believers also known as pagans heathens kafirs etc you get the point as the abrahamic belief system systems expanded out into christianity and later islam the world became more bifurcated christians identified the jews as christ killers and finally islam divided the world into three the brotherhood or ummah of, of believers in one true god allah the zimmis or dhimmis uh, that is the jews and christians uh, and the pagans the zimmis were allowed to survive in a in an islamic society as third class citizens and on humiliating terms and uh, such as jizya whereas the pagans were meant to be completely exterminated from earth this uh, there is so much clarity within the islamic law on this that indeed one is right to believe that it is a form of governance 
Conrad Elst sums up the Semitic craze of demolishing pluralistic approach to God thus. He says, A large part of Old Testament is devoted to the struggle against polytheism and idolatry. Moses ordered the sternest measures against the alternatives to his own cult of Yahweh and successive prophets would employ the foulest language and sometimes the most treacherous means to annihilate God plural, plural, pluralism. Here we have seen that Semitism essentially discriminates between the ones who follow their cult and the ones who do not. The ones who don't are viewed as deserving punishment or invite the wrath of God, um, who insists that infidels die, by the way. Merciful Father in heaven, ain't he? I want you to remember this point whenever you are having a discussion with an adamant social justice warrior, because in truth, Marxism and its sister ideologies did not replace a Christian God with atheism. They replaced a Christian God with moral ideals of equality, which is the merciful form of, of Father in Heaven and Capital, the dreaded controller of the world. In short, Marxism reconfigured look, looking at the world in terms of capital or money, which is understood to control all, acti all activities and also seen as the evil. Incidentally, this was noted as a secularizing move in a fast industrializing Europe and inspired many other branches of philosophies including feminism. To explain that Marxism actually has a lot in common with um, the Semitic worldview, the professors in the West give the example of Marxist te teleology that is strikingly the same as the Christian teleology. Teleology, simply explained, is an idea about the timeline of, of the world. The Christian world starts with creation uh, of Adam and Eve. Uh, Adam and Eve are free wanderers who are free to enjoy the earth uh, as they like it, but they're not to touch that one tree in the middle of the garden. It then progresses to the fall of Adam and Eve, the sacrifice of Abraham's son, the symbolic sacrifice, uh, war with infidels in coming of prophets and Christ, and then uh, slowly it graduates on to apocalypse, or uh, the Urdu word for it is Qayamat. Muhammad too in Quran is understood as the final of the prophets. And he too, like Christ, he claims that he can intervene on behalf of a practicing Muslim on the day of Qayamat or Apocalypse. Intervention means pleading on behalf of the human that is in front of a God who can be vengeful or merciful depending on his mood. Um, who sends this God sends human to hell to hell to eternal hell for their sins. So there is a clear marked and marked beginning, middle and end to a Semitic worldview. Now let us look at the Marxist teleology. It starts with nomadism, uh, wherein people exchanged essential goods with each other and were unaware of the concept of money or capital, much like the innocence of Adam and Eve. Then came the more sophisticated feudal structure, wherein the world was divided between the owners and the slaves. This could be considered a fall. Here, when, um, here is when humans, according to Marxist theology, 
began to know what capital is all about. The period is succeeded by onset of mercantile capital capitalism or trade, which is viewed as the main enemy, leading to capitalism uh, in its most aggressive form. Thus, the proletariat revolt is uh, uh, actualized after long, long years, um, and finally. the proletariat form overthrow the capitalist society and form a socialist society wherein there is no high or low no inferior or superior because in the prior eras the capital and the church dictated who was going to be high or low inferior or superior in the meantime the revolutionaries only had one task at hand to assimilate more and more people into the revolutionary philosophy that was Uh, and uh, assimilate more and more people into the revolution that was to follow against the capitalists thus there is a beginning middle and end to marxist marxist the- teleology as uh, as well that begins with nomadism and ends with socialism this is important to understand while having any discussion with an avowed or uh, avowed communist or just some woke bro who is inflicted by their propaganda through social media tv news documentaries netflix reading their books etc you get the point i wonder if you've noticed one commonality that i haven't mentioned directly yet the avowed missionary stance in all these semitic systems because marxism is a semitic system it all depends on inculcating the so called unbelievers into their ideational framework or educating them into their ideational fl- framework because uh, they happen to be the quote unquote most educated of uh, the states of the people of uh, of the public and within that ideational framework people are convinced that they know the truth about the matter whether be it god or capital the rest are unbelievers and are rationally consigned to hell for eternity believe it or not the undercurrent of ideas are strong as we saw in this case today the hindu mind has to understand these undercurrents catch hold of them come up with our own ideas and maybe use the pre-existing systems to our own benefit thank you so much for tuning in until next time thank you and jai sri ram